Listen up, IT providers. Are you ready to tackle the business side of managed services? Welcome to Lean MSP. Hosted by IT industry veteran, founder of MSP Growth Hacks, and author of the MSP Growth Funnel, Kevin Kloon. It's time to reduce your costs, grow your profit margins, and scale your business. Starting now. What's up, everybody? This is Kevin Kloon. Welcome to the Lean MSP, where we look to take on the challenges of operating an MSP in today's economic landscape. That means staying lean, working smarter, and doing more with fewer resources. In this episode, I want to talk about cheap marketing. You know, I wrote an article recently to help MSPs that wanted to get started with creating content. It made me really think about the costly barriers that we put in front of ourselves sometimes that really don't need to be there. If I had a plunger that could just magically unclog thoughts from someone's brain, I would definitely use it to help MSPs understand that when it comes to marketing, quality and price are not the same thing. I think that what we need to remember is that the value of creativity is completely subjective. You know, someone in Miami recently paid $120,000 for a banana duct taped to a wall. So if that doesn't prove my point, I don't know what does. Granted, it was the most perfectly ripe banana I've ever seen. But then again, you know, I'm from the Northeast. We have two colors of bananas, green and brown. The other thing that is worth noting here is that the material cost of digital marketing is essentially nothing. You know, not even the cost of a banana. So where do the costs come from when we pay for marketing? I'll tell you, these costs come from labor, tools, templates, and distribution. So I'm going to take you through these four things very quickly and help you figure out how to form the right strategy to lower your investment on each one. The first is labor. One of the things that I've seen change the most in the last decade is that the half-life of a piece of content is drastically declining. There was a time when all you needed was a new brochure and that piece of content could then drive your sales and marketing for an entire year. This is very far from the case right now. If you are successful and you build an audience, you're basically stuck on that hamster wheel to keep producing content to sustain that engagement. Circling this back to labor, if you are producing content every week, then using an agency or an expensive designer to do this is not going to be feasible unless you have a large budget, which you shouldn't. In my opinion, the best way to go about this right now is to produce content internally in as little time as possible and just put it out. It may not look as good as your competitor who uses some slick marketing agency or has an in-house designer, but your cost will be a fraction. And whether it costs you $25 or $2,500, it is still going to get buried in people's news feeds all the same and possibly ignored for no apparent reason. You know, we're all subject to failure and when it comes to content, no matter how long we take to produce it. So this is why perfection really has no place in this type of strategy. Now on to tools. If you're going to take the DIY approach, then much like home repairs, the right tools will make all the difference. To me, this is one of the most frustrating things, primarily because there are a ton of great tools out there that I want to use, but they're all subscription-based, and it would be ridiculous to have them all. I'm going to post some links along with this episode for tools that I use or are just generally popular choices, but ultimately, you want to find ways to create attractive-looking content that requires very little design skills. This way, all you have to do is add your substance to it, you know, your expertise and your messaging, and then rely on these drag-and-drop graphic design systems or video builders to polish it off for you. Being a good designer is much like being a good chef. The more confident you are and the more refined your technique, the fewer ingredients you will use. 
the right tools can help you accelerate this process because they limit the use of certain aspect ratios, margins, and fonts that make a huge difference in your design. For example, the recommended size of a video for Instagram is way different than one for YouTube. In order to make your content look agency quality, it starts with getting these details right, and these tools can help do this for you. The most important thing here is that there are a ton of these out there. If you find one difficult to use or you don't like the result, stop using it and find a different one. Also, if you are subscribed to tools that you aren't using, cancel them. You can always resubscribe later if you need to use it. Next up on our list is templates. This is a necessary evil when it comes to marketing. Using a template for say a landing page or an ebook or even a promotional video is a huge shortcut and save you a ton of time and labor costs. In fact, many agencies or designers use these themselves as jumping off points even when you don't know it. What I would like to differentiate here is using a design template versus using a content template. Design templates are basically just pre-designed pieces of content that you can plug your own messaging and branding into that with enough editing become completely unique to you. Many of the tools that we talked about earlier are really just design templates in a SaaS type format. As for content templates, this is when you take someone else's content and then brand it to yourself as if it were yours. You put your logo on it, maybe you customize the colors, and that's it. Unfortunately, there's a lot of this available to MSPs, either free from their vendors or being offered as a service from someone else. To me, this is not a great investment, primarily because even if it works and the content performs well, you're entirely reliant on someone else to keep producing it for you. Your competitors can also just see that it's working and go grab the same thing themselves. You know, autonomy is incredibly important in marketing and developing these skills in-house will help your business grow in ways that you probably can't foresee in the moment. If you want to market your business consistently without the stop and go that is common for MSPs, then having control of the wheel at all times will ensure that you're able to do so. And finally, for distribution, you can spend an infinite amount of money on distributing your content after you produce it. You know, whether this is paid to Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, it's all the same. I always get the question, how much should I budget for my campaign? My canned answer leaves many regretting that they even ask because it's the most obvious answer I could possibly give. And it really, it makes me look like either a genius or an idiot, depending on who you ask. You should spend as much money as possible on the campaigns that perform well, and you should spend as little as possible, or nothing, on the campaigns that don't. So then the big question is, how do you create campaigns that perform well? I try to always manipulate my bidding strategy to beat the platform's minimum click cost. If I can do this, then I know that I'm getting the utmost value that the platform has to offer when it comes to accessing my target audience. So for example, if the minimum cost per click allowed is $5, then I want to bid on impressions and attempt to generate clicks for well beneath that. The way I do that is by refining my audience to be as narrow as possible and get the highest click-through rate that I can for that piece of content. If you were to tell a marketing vendor that you had a budget of $25 per day, they would probably just tell you good luck. But in reality, that $25 per day when spent correctly with a micro audience can generate thousands of impressions of your brand and 40 to 50 clicks to your content. What I find is that there is a large gap between MSPs that spend nothing on marketing and then MSPs that spend thousands of dollars on marketing. It doesn't have to be this way. With the right tools, tactics, and a little bit of time, you can execute great marketing in-house for very little money. You know, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. That's all for episode five. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great week. Yeah.
Thanks for listening to the Lean MSP. For weekly content on how you can build a smarter IT business, visit mspgrowthhacks.com slash subscribe. The MSP Growth Funnel by Kevin Clune is available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback formats. Don't forget to tune in next time on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all the major podcast platforms.